0: Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian
1: Mercedes Nickel.
0: Thank you so much for dropping in today. This is series five. It's fall 2021. We're still in a global pandemic. How are you feeling Summer's over, fall is set in, and personally, I don't feel great. That is the reason I'm doing this series on mental health and the shoulder season blues. So if you're north of the equator, like we are in Canada in Whistler, it's getting dark early and it's raining a lot more. Summer is gone. The sunshine is not here. And uh, I wanted to open up the conversation about mental health. I want to talk to some friends and some professionals to see what we can be doing to maybe feel a little bit better. Let's get, a, get to the bottom of seasonal depression. What are the do's? What are the don'ts? How are other people feeling? I want to get to the bottom line of it <laughs> to feel better myself. And I want you to all know that, honestly, you're not alone if you're feeling the same way that I am. Let me introduce episode 42's guest that we will be dropping in with today. This Whistler kid, mother of two beautiful girls, has 18 top 10 finishes in Alpine Ski World Cups. She's been on the World Cup podium twice in 2007. She competed alongside me, though she was in Whistler and I was in Vancouver, at the Vancouver 2010 Winter Olympics. We're kind of twins in a way because we both placed sixth at the Vancouver Games. Really cool. She has been the voice of the Olympics in Alpine at the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, giving us a play-by-play on the races and how the athletes are doing. She's also the reason that I started this series. I'm so grateful for her for opening up in this episode, this mother, daughter, friend, Olympian, Whistler kid, and golf champion. We'll get more into that in the series. I welcome Brit Janik, Brit, Britt Janik slash, do I use your other name? Yes. Tim, yes. Are you Janik or are you Tilston? I'm um, both. <laughs> are you hyphenated?
1: No, I'm not. I'm actually Tilston on my passport. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I know you as Brit Janik. So I'm, I'm Brit Janik for all things skiing and sports still.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it's confusing, isn't it? Britt Tilston, are you ready to drop in? I am ready. Okay. So obviously this series is about seasonable seasonal Season, whoo, shoulder season blues, easier said than they actually happen. Um, thank you for coming on. When I start my podcast with my guests, you may have heard that I do a rapid fire. Okay, I hope you're ready. Maybe. Okay, (laughs) if you could travel anywhere in the world, sorry, there's 10 questions. If you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? To a beach. <laughs>
1: In relation to our
0: it's the yeah yeah um what's your favorite season uh spring yeah. yeah big city or small town small town when people ask how you're doing what's your honest are you honest
1: probably not always no I'm trying what's to your do. like
0: go-to answer there uh i'm great yeah i yeah. know yeah
1: I'm trying I'm to cut how away are you? from you. Like the automatic. <laughs> how are you?
0: Yeah. This is like ingrained in us. Yeah. Okay. Um, number five, how are you feeling about the global pandemic?
1: Uh, how am I feeling? Uh, like I've had enough. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. Totally yeah. agreed.
0: <laughs> number six, what is a superpower you wish you had?
1: Oh. Wouldn't we all like to see into the future? I wish I had a superpower to see into the future. Yeah.
0: Dom said flying. Ooh. <laughs> I, I like hearing. I do like hearing everyone's different answers.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Number seven. When you think of shoulder season, what first comes to mind?
1: Oh, this one I remember reading through the question. Um, I think you
0: of, read through the question. I
1: read. I think of restaurant deals. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the most positive slash Whistler way.
1: (laughs) That's a really time to go out and book your table and go eat at the restaurants because you get a good deal.
0: Yes. That's a Whistler thing. If you're listening, come to Whistler during the shoulder season. That's when all the locals go out to eat because it's cheaper for us. (laughs) Oh, so good. I like the positive swing on it. Number eight. You wouldn't have read this one. Okay. Do you have a trick for the shoulder season blues?
1: Oh yeah. My trick is to go see Dominique ballet. <laughs> get function. Yes. That, that is honestly been my solution this shoulder season, but I think, yeah, my trick is to, to, to practice like slowing down, to be okay with slowing down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Number nine. Do you take supplements?
1: I do. Yes can you name a couple that you take? Yeah. I take vitamin D. I take zinc. Um, I take a greens blend. So you're getting a wide range of like antioxidant, like fruits, vegetables, and berries. So you get mm-hmm. the full spectrum. I think the toughest thing, shoulder season can be so tough because we stop eating all those fresh fruits and vegetables. So I try and counteract that by taking, yeah. taking supplementing that in. Yeah.
0: Smart girl. <laughs> Listen to Brit. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten, do you get the seasonal blues? Yes, I do. Do yeah. you always get them? Do you get them once a year?
1: I get them once a year, and it's always like now November into December. We get it's the when the days shorten, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's the dark. Days get it's it gets dark. dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just feel like going to sleep at five o'clock. I know
0: okay that was the rapid fire it's it's getting faster usually it takes forever so congratulations and thank you (laughs) um let's just dive a little bit deeper into the seasonal blues i've shared a little bit what happens to me and this year has been an anomaly of emotions for me what what kicks in for you when you get the seasonal blues
1: well i think the um the darkness plays a big role and then I just have you have less motivation and I feel less creative and so and that just can spiral so quickly can it yeah, yeah yeah
0: the dark mm-hmm. nights and the dark mornings really just kind of crush me do you mm-hmm. have a, a light that wakes you up in the morning
1: right I do have a light oh. you know this is the second year that I've had this um it's like a sunrise a, su- a sunrise light yeah but it actually works so I have been getting up at 5 15 in the morning. And as one
0: does why yeah, yeah
1: well so the whole premise around that is that uh like when I get up I have to get up at 6 30 and get my girls ready for school and leave by 7 45 to go to school so that's my time I have to get mm-hmm. up early to get my time in otherwise I feel like if I get up the days like just it's hitting me instead of me going at my day it's just coming oh, at me I love so that. um that's a trick I, for all the moms out there that's right but it was a struggle to get to that so I actually just realized I started it back in the summer and it probably took me two to three weeks to actually get used to waking up at five 30. And I was ready to throw the towel in after two weeks because oh, really? I was not, I was like, I was waking up to do stuff from five 30 to six 30 for myself. Yeah. And I was still felt like I was, I felt like I was asleep for that whole time. And then okay. finally at about three weeks in, I was waking up and I felt more alert and I was getting stuff done. So I really had to get through that like three week period.
0: Oh, Gosh. I mean, that's how it it takes like what, 21 days for your system to get used to things. I mean, it can take probably for me three months to get back into like a workout routine and stuff like that. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know if I'm back into it. (laughs) That's really interesting. That's good insight for the moms out there. Cause I, I I mean, you are a mother of two and time management is a serious Mm. thing and to be kind of down and out around the kids probably doesn't help. So any other tricks for the moms?
1: Well, I think the most, so I feel myself like feeding myself well. Mm-hmm. And I think that habit comes from being an athlete. Um, but then you also, I found since I stopped being an athlete, I got a bit lazy about it. And yeah. then I noticed that my energy just died. It, like it just dropped, but mm-hmm. you really have to pay attention to that. And it has to be like easy go-to stuff when you're a mom, because sometimes that's, you don't have time to prepare <laughs> something <laughs> for yourself.
0: For sure. You're just always thinking of the other ones. Yeah. 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 So yes,
1: sleep and how I feel my, like what I eat. Yeah. So what
0: time would you go to bed? You're waking up at 5.30. I'm
1: to bed at 10, Yeah, sometimes 10.30. So I've noticed that my sleep isn't necessarily like, I'm not going to bed that much earlier, mm-hmm. but I'm getting up earlier and I'm the queen of power naps in the afternoon. Ah. I, like, I, like, I, like, yeah, I like a 20 minute power nap. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's your I feel like that's your secret right there. There you go.
0: That's a, that's a good secret. I'm not much of a napper. And today like I woke up like kind of early, went to bed late, woke up kind of early and whew, the whole day is like kind of a wash for me. I you want to know what I did today? I'm going this will be great for the listeners. The blonde moment 101 with Mercedes. I was went was in Vancouver and I went to drive home and I <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to say this. I was coming from um, uh, North Van to West Van, and instead of going to Park Royal or Whistler, I went over the bridge. And for the listeners that don't know, that means going over Lions Gate Bridge, the opposite direction I wanted to go. And I went into downtown Vancouver. And you know what? I was I was like, well, I don't need to be anywhere, but that was a serious wrong turn. <laughs> amazing because yeah, once you catch that
1: you're, to you're, on the bridge, you're on you're, you're on. screwed you're yeah.
0: on the bridge I'm like okay yeah. well I'm just going to own up to this and here we are downtown Vancouver what <laughs> up in high
1: traffic time I'd, I'd like to know how many Vancouverites have not done that like I think many people have done that you're not <laughs> I've alone
0: before not I alone. felt
1: so stupid but
0: <laughs> that was like this little like fog of not getting enough sleep for me um, and I think that's a, a pretty serious thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it is.
0: Imagine if you yeah. had to be somewhere like, that's nah, not going to happen. Not happening. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, any others like symptoms that you get from seasonal depression? Do you, do you, would you say you get seasonal depression
1: is a question? I think I get a mild form of, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, forms of seasonal depression this year. Actually, I think, um, I've been doing way better than I have in the past. Really? And yeah. Yeah. I don't Accounted know why, to what? Because our weather's been horrible, right?
0: Uh, I mean, it's just, it's torrential downpour. It's dark. Yeah. COVID yeah. is still happening. Yeah. I, props to you. Yeah, we can't golf. We can't. I know. This is like, this is one of the main reasons I have you on is because we need to find a new sport for the shoulder season. The shoulder so, season. So yeah. Britt and I golf in the summer together. Um, we're very avid, addicted golfers. So we're, yes, we are sport freaks. um, Some might call us, but once the golf course closes in Whistler, I think that's when my depression set in because I was so happy to go play golf. It was like my happy place. Um, And that's kind of been taken away. And I'm like, well, what now? Right. What's going to be? What's going to be yeah. our sport? Seriously? You
1: could come out and coach uh, soccer with me, actually. Come out in mm-hmm. the field. Is
0: that so, what yeah. you're doing? You're yeah. still okay. You've yeah, got a so sport. to sport.
1: soccer. You know what? I, I must say that I think kids' activities and being busy with just busy with school and after school activities um, that helps. So it helps to have this is probably routine, right? Yeah. yeah. It helps to have routine. So if you um, are struggling with, that shoulder season, that kind of this, that kind of depressive feelings and not feeling motivated. I think finding some small ways to start building in a bit of routine can be really helpful.
0: Yeah. And, and and can you just dive a little deeper into like, for, I I know, I feel like depression is such a hard thing to explain and you really only understand what it is if you've had it and then you're out of it. That, that, that's my take on it. Um, Can you, do you like have any tangible things that you can think of that are like our depression?
1: I think like when you feel um, brain fog you mm-hmm. feel like, you know, when you feel like you can't find, find your, your thought. Um, I certainly know when I get, yeah, like you said, when you get out of it, it's so obvious yeah. where the place that you just were, yeah. um, but it's the getting out of it part. And when you're in it, that's all you can see. Uh, yeah. for me, it's a lot like when I get up in the morning and you just, I don't feel motivated to get out of bed
0: Yeah.
1: and that then, then your day already starts on the back foot
0: I feel that too, that motivation to get out of bed. I mean, you have two kids, two wonderful kids and a husband. Uh, I got no one. <laughs> so it's like, I, why should I be getting out of bed? <laughs> I can run my dog. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and your dog, I forgot you added another one in there. You can, have, you can blow him <laughs> anytime. Oh my gosh. I love it. No, that's that was a really good description. And and for people that don't understand what depression is, that I think that that really did help sum it up for, for a lot of people, for sure. Yeah, and
1: it can be mild, it can be mild. Like if you're feeling mildish symptoms, those are valid symptoms. Yeah. If you're feeling that something's just not quite right, and you don't feel yourself, you know, you there I think there's levels of of this seasonal depression mm-hmm. so it doesn't have to be totally debilitating for it to be something that is is something that that you're feeling isn't well yeah um so i think that's important important to know too because it can be the smallest little things but it throws off your energy and that can just that carries one day to the next and then before you know it you're you're months into it and just feeling gross it's true
0: and like sometimes even today me telling that story of like oh I just messed up like that to me I wouldn't have thought of as a symptom of depression but the more that we talk about it I'm like dang it I wasn't having a good day like I need to own up to that and I think that's probably the hardest part for people is to decipher what's going on in their own bodies like yeah. why is this happening I've got I've got a great life it's not bad but I need more vitamin D, I need more greens, I need more rest, like all of these factors come in. Yeah. It's so interesting. So you were talking about routine and having sport in your life. So you got soccer in your life right now.
1: Yeah. So I'm coaching. It's for my kids' soccer. But same thing, you know, on a Monday, it's like one of them practices on Monday afternoon and the other one on Wednesday, rain or shine, we've been going out. And some of the Mondays and Wednesdays have so been torrential downpours. And I would rather stay inside on my couch, but yeah. I've committed to being out there and it gets me out during those hours of like five to 6 p.m. Yes. And um, I think that helps me sleep better. It helps me feel energized in the evening. And that, uh, yeah, so any kind of routine, like are you committing, maybe commit to a friend to go mm-hmm. out for a walk yeah. from three to 4 p.m., pick a time in the day that works and, and that can be... Um, it just will slowly start to improve, right?
0: It will. You got to, you do that routine. Like you can do it once and feel really good about it, but you got to keep doing it is what what I keep learning. And I learn everything the hard way about 10 times until I've
1: figured it out,
0: till I go to Mexico.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's (laughs) start trying to figure out if there's room for me in your suitcase. Yeah,
0: always, always. I'm taking my (laughs) golf bag. So you're, you're, you're better than welcome. (laughs) Yeah, I actually will be recording probably the next episode from Mexico. So that's really amazing. exciting. Yes. Very cool guests coming up. Um, just to share like the insight um as to how we can all get through this. Because um one of my next guests was like, well, you know that that's the seasonal, okay, what is it? A seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. Um, it's from like October until February. I don't I didn't mean to like rain on the parade that it's like almost over because it's not. Um, but if you think about it, February is pretty much the darkest month. And then it starts getting lighter. And I find February really difficult. I found January last year really difficult. And mm-hmm. and as Dom said, like the pandemic is just heightens everything. Yeah. Um, not for the better. Not for the better. No. Not for the better. I haven't but, seen uh, that better part yet. No, <laughs> there's, there's going to be a silver lining, right? There's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, Britt, anything else that you want to share about this topic? And I really do thank you for being vulnerable and sharing because it's not an easy topic to talk about. I mean, for me, it is because I'm just confused all the time and need answers. So that's why I'm doing this. But anything else that you want to um, let the listeners know about?
1: Well, I think the important thing to know is that like you might be listening to us two Olympians and think that we've got it figured out, but we don't. Right? No. <laughs> we don't. And we spent years with routine and um showing up for you know to, to do our best at something. And just because we did it once doesn't mean it doesn't take practice to keep doing that again. I think I really had to, when I left sport and went into motherhood and just went into life in general, I had to almost relearn all those things, like relearn how those skills fit into my life now. And also just to recognize that like every season, just because I use the tools and have routine this year, doesn't mean that next year it's going to happen easily. I just have to still implement them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, not almost to, like, not to make that sound heavy, but to almost make it be enlightened. Like, it's it's about growth and still discovering, and we can learn from each other too. Which is why getting together and having discussions like this is so important. Because somebody might listen to it once and find get that one thing that sits sits with them and and helps enable them to make a change. And I think mm-hmm. um, that's really powerful.
0: Oh, you just crushed it. I have no idea what I'm doing, guys. That's why I'm doing this podcast on it, because I want to learn more. And honestly, when I share my story with one other person, um, it changes my world. And then mm-hmm. I get to hear their story. And, and really, that's what opening up this conversation is about, because I have people off the side of the street thanking me. And I think it's just amazing to open up that conversation that no one freaking talks about No one talks about it, especially like, I don't know why we don't talk about it in Whistler. Like you Mm. go from having like the summer of bliss, like so much fun, long summer nights with the sun out to like indoors, raining. Where did everyone go? (laughs) So um, I do thank you so much for sharing. And Uh can you let the people know where they can find you online?
1: Yes, you can find me on Instagram. Um, go and like and save my reels because I have a lot of fun doing them. <laughs> I found a new creative side to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can mostly find me on Instagram or Facebook and just use my name, Britt Janik, and you will find me. Ah, Britt Janik. Mm-hmm. Um, Britt, thank you
0: so much for dropping in. I'm so glad that I could be here. Thanks for having me. All right, we will find a new um, fall sport together, and I can't wait. absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for dropping in. If you want to watch this podcast, head over to YouTube. Follow dropping in on Instagram and Facebook at dropping in with Mercedes.
1: For the music, and my mom for the intro Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirtbags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. I'm Andrea
0: Askowitz And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com and listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.